listening to Together with Dr. Jay and Ruby, a podcast about relationships and other stuff. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Together. I am your host, Dr. Jay, and with me is my co-host, Ruby. And we are so glad that you are back on our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And as always, uh, please do uh, share our podcast with your friends. Share it with uh, your family members on social media. Whatever platforms you use, we would appreciate the share. Yes, please do. Yes, my wife says sharing is caring. True. <laughs> so, but again, you know, thank you so much for for your subscriptions. Again, you can go to our website, togetherjoined, one word, togetherjoined.com. And we heard a little report that somebody was having uh, difficulty getting on the website. Make sure that your privacy settings are such that it will allow you to view the website. Uh, I think the certificate should be up to date, but make sure that you are able to log on to our website. If not, you can look for us on Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, Podchaser, you know, there's quite a few others where we are. Google, uh, Amazon, you can tell Alexa to uh, find us, uh, find Together with Dr. J and Ruby, and you'll be able to listen to us and subscribe. Share it, share it, and share it. And after you've shared it enough, share it a few more times. We would appreciate your assistance with that. Well, last week, we were talking about becoming one flesh in marriage. You know, we, we told you a little bit about our story, about some of the stuff that, that we've, I don't want to use the word endured, but I can't think of another one right now. You know, but things that we have gone through and persevered through and overcome uh, in becoming one flesh. And as we told you last week, becoming one flesh is not a destination as much as it is a, a journey. You know, I think that when we begin to think of marriage as a, as a destination, that's where, where we stop being creative, where we stop pursuing each other, and that's where problems will arise. So think of marriage of more as a journey that you are taking with your, with your partner, with your husband, with your wife, so that you can reach that one flesh that you were called to be. And I find it interesting because in the beginning, you know, the Bible tells us that God created man in his image. And then after a bit, God said, it's not good for man to be alone. So God created us to be self-sufficient, if you will. We are in his image. God is missing nothing. But when we, he created us in his image, then he said, it's not, it's not good for man to be alone. So what he did is he caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And then he went into man and took the woman out of him. So then he separated man and woman. And then from that moment forward, 
you know, we are told that we are to become one flesh. So we, there are differences between a husband and a wife. Yes. I think that's a good thing. Sometimes the world, society, family, whoever, maybe friends, they look down on our differences. But I think if we learn to appreciate and respect each other's differences, we can make it through any hurdle, obstacle, or problem. Difference doesn't mean necessarily that it's a bad thing. But what helped me personally in our marriage was learning what how we were different. Because I remember thinking, wow, don't why don't you just know about this, you know, whatever, one topic or one thing. But you really didn't know. And I assumed that you would know. It's, you know, easy. It's normal. Why don't you know this about me or, me or just in general? But you really didn't know. Right. And when I realized that, I thought, oh, okay, you know, I had more patience, you know, for you. And I think also the same way men really don't understand women either. I think once they start to identify and learn our, how we're different, I think it cuts down on a lot of arguments. It does. It, you know, we, we, ha we have to understand that we are different. Not only are we different, but we were created to be different. Mm -hmm. That's okay. And that is perfectly fine. You know, and then add to the fact that not only are we different as far as being male and female, but then add to that the differences of our upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there's a different value system and uh, different uh, life experiences. Exactly. It, life experiences, you know, you whether you have money or you don't, mm -hmm. whether both of you didn't have money, whether both mm -hmm. of you had money, mm -hmm. it, there's still different uh, experiences, mm -hmm. different homes. And I think that adds to the differences. Yeah, it does. You know, and whether you were raised in a one-parent home, mm -hmm. whether it was your single dad or single mom, whether you had both mom and dad there, mm -hmm. or you had both mom and dad there, but, you know, one of them was always out or... Working. Right. The, all of those are just create mm -hmm. the, the differences even more so. But even with friends, just going through life, you know, high school and... Whatever your life experiences is with your friends, it shapes you or whoever you, quote unquote, fall in love with in high school or college or wherever. And then you fall out of love or whatever. I mean, every experience, good or bad, it's kind of the fabric of who we are. And it, if we don't give it to God and it kind of taints your future marriage in a way, if you let it. But yep. That's part of it, I think. Yeah, and and I think that making the assumption that we should know uh, just right. because we we have known someone else, or the the fact that we are adults, we should know mm -hmm. what a human feel is is wrong in a sense. Because as a man, I know how men react to things. Mm -hmm. and, and again, this is generalizing. This is not to say that every man is going to be the same. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that every woman is going to be the same. But mm -hmm. in general, generally speaking, 
I can feel or I can sympathize or empathize with with what another man feels. Right. Because we are created similar. I remember you telling me just because I don't show that I'm hurt doesn't mean that I'm not hurt. You know, because we tend to think, oh, just women get hurt and their feelings get hurt. But when you told me that, I thought, wow, you know, he, you may not show it or say it. You know, usually men internalize things. And when he said that, I thought, wow, you do. You know, that was my bad assumption and that men never get hurt. They're strong. They don't cry. But they actually do, ladies. They get hurt. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's... And our differences on how we react and uh, handle it, right? How we handle it mm-hmm. is is the difference. Yes, and and I think that that's not understanding each other's differences mm-hmm. can really harm. Yes, um, the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, not understanding each other's dreams mm-hmm. or goals or aspirations mm-hmm. or even expectations. You know, if, you know, and well, uh, on another podcast, we'll talk more about communication. But, you know, when we first, when we first were talking and we decided, you know, we're going, we're going to get married, we discussed about our future, you know, having children. You came from a big family. I came from a big family and, and we wanted a big family. We wanted a lot of children. We had a lot of things in common where the major areas were concerned. Mm-hmm. Going to church, if we wanted kids, didn't want kids, things like we agreed on. So that's important to talk about yes. very early stages, I think. Yeah. And especially especially if you are just going out and dating, mm-hmm. you know, if if you move into the engagement phase of your relationship, mm-hmm. you know, you certainly must at that point discuss whether you want children or not. Well, and dating today means something different yeah. as we're learning from our young adult and teenage kids is that dating actually means boyfriend, girlfriend. When we were growing up, coming up of age, dating was just dating. You're going out to the movie or whatever. And now dating means, no, you're boyfriend, girlfriend. So you young ones out there, if you're listening, we mean actually just going out for yeah. a movie or something. Yeah. But, dating. you know, and so you, you really have to communicate and be honest. Yes. You know, if if you're not honest, it, you're doing yourself a disservice and that other person, other person. a disservice as well. Mm-hmm. Because eventually, you know, the attraction may be there right now, but eventually your goals are going to win out. Yeah, they are. You know, whether the attraction is there or not, eventually you're going to say, you know, I want children. Well, and the bad thing is, if you think oh, that he'll change over time or she'll change over time, no, they may not. Right. So don't assume that they will eventually come around to what you want. Right. You know, there, there's a, a difference between personality and character. And I've always said, you know, personality is something that we are born with. So if you have a problem with someone's personality, then and you hope that they can change it, it you're it. hoping for the wrong thing. Well, it might be a deal breaker. Yeah, because that, that's, <laughs> that's who that person is. Yeah. You know, if, for example, you know, I'm outgoing. Mm-hmm. I, I talk to people and I enjoy talking to people. That's part of my personality. Mm-hmm. If if you at any point didn't like that and you were praying and hoping that, that I could change that, mm-hmm. then you are fundamentally trying to change me. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't work. 
mm, both ways. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So and, identifying those quality traits in yeah. the other person would help early on. Yeah. Personality and character. Character, I think it's something that you can change. You can develop. You know, it's something that we do throughout our lives. We, you know, our, our demeanor, how we act towards things, how we react. Those are things that are learned. It's learned behavior. Well, you say character flaws often. Right. Character flaws. Right. Be, because it's something be that, that can be changed. Yeah. Personality, it's a trait. It's something mm -hmm. that you were born with. Yeah. And I don't think you can change that. You know? No, if you're trying to change a shy person to not going, it probably won't happen. It won't. And it, vice versa. Yeah, it's personality. Okay. Yeah. You know, that person was born being an introvert. Mm -hmm. And that's, you, you have mm -hmm. to learn how to engage an introvert instead of trying to change. Well, and I think if the introvert wants to change, they should tell the spouse, can you help me with this? You know, maybe they want to yeah. be more outgoing. But the found I think the glue, though, is what does God want right. for you? Like, does he want this person in your life as mm -hmm. your spouse? If God says yes, then you're going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to have to learn. Yes. To be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because... And that's where the communication really, you know, it, we'll talk about it in the future. But the early on, it has to be expressed. You know, mm -hmm. if you want two children, then express it. it. Yeah, say it. If you want four, then express that, yeah. you know, because that could, you know, destroy the relationship later on. But if you do it right now, maybe it can avoid the heartache of tomorrow. And I just thought of this. What if after she goes through... <clears throat> God forbid, a hard pregnancy, labor and delivery. And she says, that's it. I don't want any more. That could be a problem, too. I don't know. Yeah. I just thought of that right now. Like, what if? Because some women do change. Like, they were tra traumatized. You know, I think it is. talking about all that yeah. ahead of time would help. And, and that's that's when if you know this ahead of time and you know, you express to me, you know, I want five children, you know, whatever. And after the first one was very difficult and you would say, well, you know, I don't think I want this. Then I have foundation to mm -hmm. encourage and to help you. Say, let's pray about it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is something that you've always wanted. You know, this. Maybe the next one won't be so bad. Right. <laughs> right. But if you don't have that foundation, no. then you're going to back off and, and really, you know, miss out on something that could. Be wonderful. Right. But I yeah. think making the woman feel like, or the wife, like you're not making her have kids. Right. Like what you had told me, this is what I heard from God, that you're going to be my wife, but you pray about it. So you kind of put it on me, which was good because mm -hmm. I prayed about it. And I think if you had said, that's it, you're going to be my wife, let's get married, I would have been like, oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't like that. You weren't forceful. You weren't, you know, machismo. Yeah. He said, I, I want you to pray about it. So I really uh, appreciated that, that there was that respect of, you know, you know God, you go into your prayer closet and you do it too, which I did like. I appreciated that. Yeah, and that's part of, I think, the communication. When you start communicating your differences mm -hmm. and your expectations, because that gives you a foundation of what to what to look forward to, mm -hmm. what to expect. And it keeps you from, I guess, from damage 
that can come it's from like it. It's like damage control, right? Right. Uh, you know, it's it's like going to the gym so that you don't get sick mm-hmm. instead of just depending on the doctors to fix you. Preventative measures. Yeah, preventative. Mm-hmm. Uh, preventative measures, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's you, you have to know Mm-hmm. what you want what you're expecting from each other mm-hmm. it, because you're going to be different you know mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it even if you're neighbors yeah. <laughs> even if you if you live next door to the person you're going to marry you will be different yeah because even though the bible says we will become one we will become it's like we're becoming it right. doesn't happen overnight it's a process it's a journey right like you say yeah and it, it's it's just that's the fact mm-hmm. you're a man and a woman you're going to be different mm-hmm. and and we speak from the perspective of the christian principles right you know where a marriage is between a man and a woman mm-hmm. and if you have different ideas behind that you know we we understand those but that is not our belief system right you know and it's we're not judging you or anything we're not hating no it, it's just that's who we are. That's our belief system. Mm-hmm. Marriage is between uh, a man and a woman. If you have a different belief system, uh, we do appreciate you listening to us. You know, you can disagree with us and that's okay. You know, it, uh, but, you know, we can't speak from a different perspective because yeah. this is we are. This is who we are. Oh, and our foundation is God's word. Right. So we always deflect to that. It's not us saying it it's god's word Mm -hmm. it's in the bible it's yes how we base our life so fill this out for me our marriage has taught you something different about the opposite sex for instance Mm, like personally what i've learned yeah yeah what you've learned about Mm. the opposite sex what you've learned you know so many things i mean past 23 years i did learn like not to disrespect you in public you know i don't know if i have or not we joke around a lot with each other but i don't think i've ever done that if i did i didn't mean to (laughs) it wasn't on purpose but i mean even in the heat of the moment or arguing or whatever and our arguments are not really you know drastic and terrible she does beat me though they're (laughs) disagreements i wish i was as strong as you but yeah that that is one and i've learned when you're down to give you time just give you i guess uh, we process different information differently Mm -hmm. i know when you're like physically exhausted and i don't ask or demand too much when you're at that point of exhaustion or Whatever it may be, whether physically, spiritually, mentally, I know not to burden you with too many things like I did maybe in the beginning of our marriage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you share that story always at church. Well, often when you're walking in, I'm telling you how my day went with our little kids, four little ones. And I wanted an answer for each of the hundred problems I was throwing at you. And you're like, wait, I'm still trying to process the first one. That's something else I learned about you and maybe men in general was they're problem solvers. They want to help us by fixing things and which I appreciate, you know, a lot. But that's something I had to learn about you was, you know, 
If I tell you a problem, you're going to want to fix it. So, but maybe the segue should be, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to hear me out. And that's something I didn't know, you know, because we can like do 10 different things at once. I think men in general internalize more. Yeah. And women externalize. Yeah, we verbalize a lot more. And we shouldn't sometimes, of course. You think out loud. Yeah, we do. And men think. Well, logically, (laughs) methodically, like, you know, in your brain, you think often before you speak. Yeah, compartment at a time. One compartment. One idea at a time, one problem at a time, which is good. I think that's why they're good at a lot of things, especially like cooking. You know, they do one thing at a time and and it's not a bad thing. I know a lot of wives who are very impatient with their husbands and but it's just the way y'all are built. And one of the things you mentioned just in passing was the the physical differences. Yes. You know, there are things that men can do just out of nature. Right. And there are things that women can do just right. because that's nature. That's, that's the way we God born. made right. yeah, God made us that way. That's just the way it is. Like I can never understand how to have a child, mm-hmm. to, how to give birth to one. Mm-hmm. I wasn't made for that. Right. To carry it for nine months. Right. Right. It, but I, I was made mm-hmm. to care for that one mm-hmm. after it was birthed. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, when, yeah. I remember when the girls were being born and you said, you know, they hurt so much. Uh, you know, by the way, my wife had all our four children, natural, mm-hmm. no epidural. Mm-hmm. And, and she was saying, you know, how the girls really hurt more than, I guess, the boys. The, so that's, you know, when she was telling me that. I said, well, they hurt you now. <laughs> they're going to hurt me in the future. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand that, but it meant like when they're, you have to give them away in marriage. And, and just in life, you know, just yeah. having to carry them and, and care for them. And mm-hmm. uh, I think those are some of the differences that make us complete. And they can, you know, we were, we were created male and female. And then got said it is not good for man to be alone so he took the woman out and since then we've had differences and our differences were not meant to destroy relationships but it was to to help us become you know the one the one flesh so that we can move uh in that direction you know and i read some some differences that that I found this author right. They state, uh, women have a greater need of belonging. Men have a greater need of achieving. That's true. And and that's what you were talking about earlier is about Mm -hmm. us trying to fix things. Mm -hmm. And and when you were telling me the problems, it wasn't Mm -hmm. so much that you wanted me to fix them. Mm -hmm. It was that you wanted me to be a part of it. To listen, just yeah, to be, you know, you know, a sounding board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more of, of a belonging mm-hmm. perspective instead of a, a problem that yeah. needs to be fixed. Another one is women are more sensitive than men. The expressing of feelings is more important to them. Yeah, just listen to me. That's part of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I, I think that's one of the things that I've learned in, in our marriage, you know, the, as a man, I don't really express emotions and I connect emotions with feelings a lot, but I learned that you, you, and by you, I mean women, I guess in general, express their feelings more, are more ready to express feelings and emotions. And, you know, they can make faces, you know, and a, a man can, can hide, I guess, the emotion or the feeling, the disappointment. A woman will wear it and man, they, you know, it'll be on their face, the way they're walking, the way they answer, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think that that's part of what I've, what I've learned, you know, as far as our differences. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would say to that is you're, yes and no, because you're, you're an affectionate kind of person mm -hmm. and you are more vocal about some things. Now, problems and and things that you're trying to protect me from and the kids like you don't tell us like oh my gosh i don't know how we're gonna pay this bill or i don't know how like that yes you keep to yourself but you're very expressive you're very affectionate you're you kind of do wear your heart on your sleeve and yeah. one, a couple of our kids are like that which is fine even a boy <laughs> our yeah. son, i think expressing affection is good yeah but I think, you know, I think from the author's perspective here is more of a, you know, you're happy feeling, you know, so you, you express that today. You woke up in a bad mood, you know, and you express that more. It's whatever we're feeling at that moment. Right. It's what you see. Right. That day or that hour. And I think that's a big difference. And, mm -hmm. you know, one, one of the things also that I've learned in relation to that is that we, we can't take things personal. Right. In, in a marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, because you will have bad days. Mm -hmm. Your husband will have bad days. And you, you can't take it personal. You have to understand that you, mm -hmm. you're on the same team. You, you were made different. And that's so, what helped me a lot is when you started saying that and preaching that is we're on the same team. Like, wow, you're right. But also understanding that you're going to have a bad day. Yes, but in the sense, don't take it personal. You have to just learn to laugh at things too. Mm -hmm. You know, laugh at yourself. Yeah. If you don't know how to laugh at yourself, you're always trying to f defend something about what you just said or did. You know, that's not good either. Just learn to laugh more. Yeah. <laughs> Life's too short. You know, laughter is good for us. Mm -hmm. The Here's another one men are more goal oriented, women are more need oriented. True, but I know some women who are yeah, very I mean, goal-oriented and systematic, too. Yeah, like, I think this is mm, generalities. Yeah, yeah, majority. Yeah. It's true because you provide that stability that, okay, this is the goal. We're going to get to it. And we could be feeling it one day and not the next. Oh, this is impossible. How are we going to do it? But Well, when, it, I think it's more like, you know, Oh, that's a wonderful thing for tomorrow, but I need this today. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's that's a big difference. Is, mm -hmm. And that's the way we can, we can complete each other, mm -hmm. is that we, we have to be able to address both the need yeah. and the goal. And balance also helps. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes one 
spouse can be like, yeah, you know, we can do this. And the other one, not to be negative, but it's like, okay, wait a minute, come back down to earth. Yeah. How? How? You yeah. know, we Let's can't accomplish this right now. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's part of the, I think part of the difference is, you know, then and not getting upset about it. Yeah. It, you know, we, we've heard the expression, you know, the opposites attract. Mm hmm. And I think that that's part of the differences mm -hmm. uh, that there are things. I, I'm certain that there are things that you can do that strengthen me. Mm -hmm. You know, there's things that I don't see. My eyes aren't open to those things because I never experienced them. That's like in the car when you have your blind side, that area where you can't see the car next to you. I think that's what should help. Marriages is one is that for the other. You see the blind spots. Right. And, and that's the difference is we have different points of view. It doesn't make one better than the other. Or wrong or right. Right. It, it's kind of like the four Gospels. They're speaking about the same Jesus, but from different perspectives. That's a good analogy, Pastor. <laughs> or doctor. Yeah. That's true. I had never thought of that. Yeah. And. And that's the way marriage is. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you set a goal, you set a destination, and you will have two different perspectives on, on how to get there. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't make one better than the other. Mm -hmm. It just strengthens that uh, the possibility of reaching that goal. The mission. Right. Yeah, you're on a mission. This is a goal. Sometimes one wants to get there like yesterday, but has to be patient too. And I think marriage is, you know, what we've learned in marriage is uh, sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You know, I've learned your strength and, and your willingness to sacrifice in order for the future. You know, for, for example, you know, to be able to give our children a better future than we had. Right. You know, we we had to make some decisions that we sacrificed. We we caught, we could have gone an easier road, but you know, we we took one that's mm -hmm. a little bit more challenging. Not necessarily. Well, we didn't know it at the time. Yeah, it but not necessarily for you and I. Yeah, the benefits weren't necessarily for right. you and I. No, it was always for our children. Yeah, God ordained. <laughs> this is what God wants. We're gonna go in this direction we'll figure out the rest as it comes yeah and, and i think that's something that in our differences we were able to strengthen each mm -hmm. other you know in those instances in that yeah. situation because uh, you, know, you, you guys have heard you know a little bit about us and we, we've had some tough roads and we've had to sacrifice mm -hmm. and but our children are reaping Right. the rewards now and i think that's that's where we balanced mm -hmm. each other and yeah because if we had to do it all over i mean yes i would say yes you know but at the time you don't realize you know you just feel like you're gonna get through it and it's such a blessing now to see that it, we see it in the fruit mm -hmm. literally like in our children like wow they're just amazing people and serving God wholeheartedly. Right. My prayer for them had always been to love God, his people and his house more than anything. And I'm beginning to see, I have seen it the last few years. 
Right. Especially when we wanted to throw in the towel and they're there encouraging us. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure we've given that encouragement to others and to other pastors and we reaped it. Yeah. What you sow, you reap. So, and I think this is something that, that has helped. You know, I, I have maintained, I imagine, my focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that men have a tendency to be able to do that more. Mm-hmm. And, and it helps in the submission process. Um, I think so. The it, we'll talk about that probably next week mm-hmm. about submission, but having focus, you know, women tend to to be more intuitive in their thinking, and men are more focused on their thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, you know, going back to the example that you shared earlier is you shared with me a few problems or challenges that you faced on that day. Mm-hmm. And when you wanted an answer, I was focused on the first one mm-hmm. you mentioned. You know, so it, I think that that's that's something to really take into consideration. You know, if if your relationship is struggling right now, um, you know, find out. You know, for for me, for example, for me, I would go step by step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, compartment by compartment. Yeah. And, and see how we can fix the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I it, think you guys being able to leave your feelings at the door helps too. Right. Because like the kids say, our feels, you know. Yeah. We just can't let our emotions and feelings drive us so much. I mean, they're good. Naga wouldn't give us emotions and feelings, I think. But learning to guide them and harness them and direct them and how they should be allowed in our conversations and are trying to fix things. But if you hold on, I believe, and you're doing God's will and you're always putting God first, at least trying to, eventually you'll see the fruit. Like that scripture says, if you don't lose heart, you know, mm-hmm. you'll see it. And and again, I'll go back to what I see in the children, our children. You had this zeal, this passion for God when we first got together. I thought, wow, that's that's amazing, you know. And now I see it in, in Judah, our son, where, we, you know, it's amazing because he's reading different translations, you know. I'm like, wow, he's going to finish reading the whole. He just read a whole translation. And now he wants to read another one. And I see that zeal in him, what I saw in you. And I remember you saying, what we do, our children will do in excess, whether good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know, if your dad was an alcoholic, you're probably going to be 10 times more of an alcoholic. Uh, what we do in moderation. Moderation or anything, really. What our children will do in excess. So, but I believe like you, if you, you repented from that, you mm-hmm. don't see that anymore. So your zeal for God, I see it in, in him. In that, you know, he's taking his faith, his relationship with God to another level. And that's amazing to see. It's a blessing for me to see that and I appreciate that God allows us to see that. Yeah. Because in our differences, we can have differences, but I guess when you put them all in in his hands, in God's mm-hmm. hands, he kind of works everything out. Like the Bible says, he works everything out for our good, even in those little things mm-hmm. that other people don't see or you know, things that we see here in the home. Just if you hold on, <laughs> you right. see your reward. Right. But just know that your spouse is not your enemy. Right. Number one. Yeah. Differences does not mean 
opposition. Yeah. It's just a different perspective. That's it. You know, mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to look at a situation from multiple angles. Yeah. Try and understand your spouse's point of view first before you right. argue with them. Right. Which yeah, can be hard to do sometimes because yeah. our tongue is 100 miles, goes 100 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. And I think the here's one that, that I think it's true in many cases that men are more physical and women are more relational. True. Um, and, you know, we, men, you know, we, we look at a woman and we look at the physical sense of it. Mm-hmm. And, and a woman wants to be more relational. Yeah, romantic and feelings. Right, and, right. Yeah. And that's the way we're made, I think. Yeah. That's how we're born. And I don't think we both could be the same in that sense. I mean, we may have some of it. Like some days I look at you, I thought, wow, he looks good today. But sometimes, no, (laughs) (laughs) but it's there. Trust me. (laughs) I may not express it, but we don't live in that. Right. You know, you too can be like that too. Like, God, just sit here with me, like watch Mm -hmm. a movie, you know, at Mm -hmm. home. That could be part of the relational aspect in you. Right. You know, so. Yeah. And and it's, and it's okay. You know, though it's not a bad thing, no. you know, to have those differences. I think that's part of the part of the journey of mm-hmm. becoming one flesh is understanding your your other half. <laughs> yes, I think we've had to like when our kids, mostly the girls say, you know, you know, why don't you do this, dad? Or why don't you know, again, because of influence, outside influence, you know, social media or whatever. And I remember telling them often, that's not how they are made. You know, that's who they are and that's okay. No. You know, be patient with them. And stuff about us that, and females that, you know, I don't know, just don't have unrealistic expectations yeah. about the other. Yeah, and, and that's where being able to talk about your differences mm-hmm. early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't wait till you're married. No. You know, if you wait till you're married, it, you're doing damage to yourself. Yeah. And to your relationship. You know, I yes. think that you need to really discuss it. Ahead of time. Ahead of time and and see if you can work through it. You know, there's. You be able to. Yeah. yeah. There, there's going to be some issues or, you know, some differences that you're willing to uh, work through. Mm-hmm. And, and that's perfectly fine. Maybe even change to please the other. Right. But. Right, you know, and. So that's part of, I think that's part of becoming one flesh is, uh, I think the first step is really learning what our differences are, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and secondly, or maybe one A and one B would be understanding that you're on the same team. Yeah. And respecting those differences. Right. Like just because we're different, that doesn't mean we're enemies. Right. You know, it's okay to be different and just have peace about that. Yeah. Difference is not a deal breaker. breaker. Yeah, that's it, true. It's, you know, there's some exciting things ahead. Mm-hmm. If you learn to embrace uh, each other's differences and learn to experience each other's point of view. Yeah, it's, it is exciting. It I is. Mean, and 
if you're too much the same, it might be too boring. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> well, you know, again, we want to thank you for spending some time with us mm -hmm. here on Together. I am Dr. J, and this is my lovely wife. Glad you said lovely. <laughs> Ruby, who else? Yeah. Love you, babe. Love you. And we would appreciate you uh, sharing our podcast, you know, maybe put it on your social media or any um, platform that you may be on. Let your family know, uh, let your friends know about our podcast. We did create a website for it, togetherjoined.com. Make sure to set your security features on your computer because we have heard of a couple of people that weren't able to get on it. At least that happened to my computer as well at the beginning. But then I checked my security preferences on there. And Are they able to send you questions about it? Yes. On the website? In case yes. they can, maybe you can walk them through the steps. Yes. If you have any concerns or issues with the website, uh, send us an email at info at togetherjoined.com. If you have any requests or any suggestions about topics that maybe we can discuss, send them as well to info at togetherjoined.com also prayer if you need prayer or if you have questions yes any prayer requests any questions mm -hmm. you know you can find us there at info at togetherjoined.com my wife and i will be more than happy to help in any way that we can we are the senior pastors at arise church here in san antonio texas we would love to have you come and join us at church this mm -hmm. week on Sunday at 6.30 p.m., we have a night of worship. July 18th. July 18th at 6.30 p.m. At 16320 Hebner Road. Yes, 16320 Hebner Road. Come join us. We'll have some refreshments for after. And you're going to enjoy an incredible night of worship. And as well... If you are in the Dallas area on Friday, uh, July the 16th, I will be ministering. I'll be preaching at the Texas Tent Revival with Joshua Fowler there in Valley View, Texas at 7.30 p.m. And they can get directions on their website. Uh, yes. Uh, go to awaketheworld.org, I believe it is. Awake the World, if you look for that, you'll find uh, more information on the Texas Tent Revival. I will be speaking July the 16th. We'd love to see you there. If you are part of our listening audience to this podcast, after the service, please stick around and let me know. I'd love to shake your hand and thank you. Thank you for attending the service and then also for listening to our podcast. So once yeah. again, we want to thank you for subscribing, for listening, and we pray that you have a wonderful week. Yes, have a good one. Once again, I am your host, Dr. J, and this is my wife. Lovely wife. Lovely wife. Ruby. <laughs> and we will talk to you next week. Be blessed.